Hey everyone, thank you for choosing to spend time out of your day to listen to today's episode. I'm your host, Zachary Aird, and let's get this playing. So today's get or tonight's guest is Elijah Simmons and his middle name, Elijah Versatile Simmons. Versatile Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know that till this year that your middle name, I thought it was just like your Instagram. Really? Yeah, I thought it was just your Instagram bio, Versatile. Yeah, I, I actually get that a lot though. Everybody like that. I thought I it tell, was fake. Did I tell Versatile is my middle name? They were like... Yeah, no, so there's no way. props to Agent Simmons. Agent Simmons, man, for that lob of a a great middle name. Yeah, because yeah. mine's Michael, but that's that's no, that's yeah. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, that's a goat name. That's goaded. So, that's so my yeah. dad's name, Michael Simmons. Oh, that's your that's dad's goated, name. Goaded, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. he goes by Agent Simmons. So. Yeah, we'll call him Agent Simmons. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't have said his name because he's an agent. Yeah, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, just tell the audience who you are and what you're doing and. Yeah, so, Why we're in a hotel yeah, together. So, <laughs> name's Elijah Simmons uh, on the OUAZ Ottawa Spirits men's basketball team. Uh, this is my fifth year now, and I still have a year of eligibility, which is crazy. So yeah, I'll be a six-year senior. And uh, you're the same age as me, and yeah, you still started early. Yeah, I started school, college at 17, uh, graduated high school at 17, freshman playing college basketball. 17 years old was a tough transition, both school-wise and athletics-wise, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so going into my fifth year studying uh, leadership management, I'm in my master's now. Thankfully, in my fifth <laughs> yeah. year, I have started my master's yeah. and finished that up next year. Yeah, that, that's pretty sweet because that's what I'm trying to get into. And, yeah. you know, all throughout the year, I've been asking you, like, oh, is the homework hard? Or, mm-hmm. you know, like online stuff, is it easy? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. You give me little hints there and there, but. Yeah, luckily, uh, the, I mean, I wouldn't say the master's program has been, you know, a cakewalk, but. Having gone to school for four years, I was kind of used to the online stuff anyway yeah. because the last two years, uh, my junior and senior year, I switched mostly to online classes anyway. And then the master's program at Ottawa is all online, obviously. So I've been able to get through my master's stuff pretty easily. And it's it's more enjoyable, I think, the master's program because a little bit older, matured, and realizing that you know not very many people are fortunate enough to get a master's and I'll be graduating at 23 with a master's, yeah. which is crazy. So yep. yeah, and very that's, fortunate. Yeah. That's like next, that's next year. Yeah. Oh, that's this year. Yeah. No, no next year. Yeah. Next yeah. Year. Next year. Next year I'll be, cause I'm about to turn 22 in just a month. And then, yeah. By the yeah. time you turn 20, almost 23, you're going to have a master's yeah, son, which, which is, is pretty. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't that's wait. A, that's I mean, a big I can wait, but I can't wait at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then of course, like basketball, you'll be transitioning into a new chapter. Yeah, and whatever that takes you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, basketball is, I mean, I wouldn't say it's coming to an end, but it's time to start. You know, thinking about what the future with basketball is going to be. I have one year of basketball guaranteed left, so mm-hmm. going to be seeing where that next yeah. chapter leads here pretty soon. Okay, so mm-hmm. I want to kind of start like through your childhood mm-hmm. and like what inspired you to play basketball. And I've been asking like, another other guys like, was it a mentor? Was it a coach? Was it your dad? Mm-hmm. You know, mom, like someone that was just there for you. Mm-hmm. So I just want to start off by like, you know, giving an athlete's perspective of yeah. like, how you started your sport and why you made it to yeah. College. So it's it's crazy because basketball wasn't the first sport. Um, which well, what was it? I probably say I was gonna start football in high school, which is I am so glad. (laughs) Obviously, didn't especially at the college level now. Like, 
I would not be playing football, especially like for five years, like I've been playing basketball. Um, yeah, longevity going, in football. Yeah, is not going there. going through middle school, I was playing I was playing flag football. It wasn't even real football. I hadn't started real football yet. Mm. Um, been playing flag football. I played baseball a little bit uh, early years of middle school, um, but flag football transitioning into tackle football. My dad was like, no not happening especially because like i said i'd never played tackle football or anything like that before and uh i was going my freshman year at 14 turning 15 because i was so young yeah and i was ready to start for the football team my dad was like no that's not happening and so what what did he like why did he say no to that well mainly it was because of his experience he knew like me and never playing tackle football before and I think it was more of just the safety concern of being so young, yeah. just going right into tackle football, yeah. having never played before. And he was like, I think you're going to be, you know, dad's like, he's, you're going to be <laughs> yeah. a great athlete someday. Like, I don't think football is going to be it. Yeah. yeah. And it took a lot. Obviously my mom was also like, no, like protective think, mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Don't yeah. Both of no them were ball. like, yeah, both, <laughs> both of them were like, let's go into something else. And baseball hadn't really been working out for me. And so, <laughs> believe it or not i mean you know how great of an athlete i am now oh yeah i know at, <laughs> you say you my, know how great of an athlete my <laughs> my freshman year is when i started playing basketball like for the first time tried out for, or sorry eighth grade year is when i started playing basketball officially and then that's when i decided to go with that into high school mm-hmm. and so going to arcadia and eighth grade eighth grade year i got cut from the basketball team having that been my first year playing basketball yeah that summer was when I took the jump in my game exactly like, you know, I was obviously going through puberty at that time and mm-hmm. getting a little bit bigger, stronger, faster, whatever. And I was training hard for basketball because I knew that's what I was going to play in high school instead of football. And so I go to Arcadia High School uh, going to Ingleside. It was kind of like Ingleside Middle School. That was like kind of like a pair. So like most people that went to Ingleside always yeah. like went to Arcadia. Mm-hmm. So I went to Arcadia, went with all my friends and whatnot, and I got cut from that team as well. And, you know, the coaches told me, he was like, you're on the bubble for, you know, the guys that we were going to keep or yeah. you know, get rid of or whatever. The and same old, same old talk. Of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and that was heartbreaking because I was kind of, honestly, I was pretty upset at my dad at the time because I was like. You put me in this Yeah, spot. like, I was almost like, I felt like I didn't, like, get, like, the fair chance of, mm-hmm. you know, getting into a sport that I knew I was good at at least. Yep. And so the, uh, the year to come up, um wasn't even athletics at Arcadia at that point. I had also failed like my first class at Arcadia, which, you know, I'm a great student now and I can never see myself like failing Failing, a class ever again. So failing that first class, my dad and I decided it was time to move on, look for somewhere else to go. And so we wanted to stay with basketball, which is when I found Rancho Solano and that transition from Obviously, Rancho Solano is in Scottsdale as a prep school. Yeah, and, and that's close to Arcadia. Yeah, yeah, not too far from Arcadia. And it was just like, it was so much better of a situation there mm-hmm. with everything. The academics, um, some of the stuff I was going through at Arcadia with like, you know, my friends and I wasn't getting along with some of the people there. Um, mm-hmm. It was just a much better situation there, uh, student, academic-wise, and then basketball-wise. That uh, to be honest, the team wasn't very good that year, yeah. and so I felt like that. My dad and I both felt like that was, you know, the start for me to really jumpstart my career in basketball. I was like, yeah, the like team's not that great. In. Yeah, I'm gonna be playing. Literally, I was playing like all the minutes at Arcadia or at uh, Rancho. So 
that jump to the basketball is what really jump-started my game. And so going through the Rancho Solano, academics obviously was much better. Basketball was much better. And that's when my game started to just take off rapidly. Yeah. Right. So uh, so that was my sophomore year. I was still 15 years old starting <laughs> yeah. on, on a varsity team, which was – Should be a freshman yeah, it coming was, in. Yeah, it was, it was tough. I mean, it wasn't easy under any, like, circumstance because being that young – playing that many minutes, you know, there was a lot of things that I was dealing with, like mentally, like I was trying not to like, just trying to stay humble, you know, trying to learn how to develop my leadership skills with that team. Cause the team wasn't very yeah. good, but they're the, kind of looking at you. To yeah. Be like, yeah, exactly. The coach was my coach, coach Aaron Trigg, um, at the time, you know, he's not working with the greatest of talent that year. And, you know, he kind of took that, I guess you'd say that leap of faith with, <laughs> you know, he's like, come over here to Rancho. It's a much better situation. Um, I think you would like it much more here. So that's exactly what I did. Uh, junior and senior year there was fantastic. I mean, yeah, I know you won one. When was yeah, that? Yeah, we won that my senior year. So okay, it way was to, way to just like leave yeah, your mark. Yeah, it was the it was the perfect story. I mean, junior year we go, we lose in the semifinals before we even get all the way. We lose semifinals. Um, and who was that? Who'd you guys lose to? Uh, I believe. I think we lost to Alchise, which is the team that we ended up beating the next year. Oh, four dang. in all. So oh, yeah. I, I, I'm almost 100% sure we played them in the semifinals. We, I mean, talent-wise, we had it, obviously, to go all the way. I don't think mentally we were ready for that game. You know, we get out there, there's thousands of fans. It's in a nice, it's in the, like, I think the Prescott or Avon. No, I think it's in the Prescott, like, Big stadium, big yeah. stadium, and it's think, all yeah. their fans. Like a dome? I don't think Yeah, it's, it's like a dome. There's thousands of people in there, and, you know, yeah. there's – it's, it's the, like the Native American. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's the, reservation. It's, it's a reservation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So they were all there, and I remember going out on the court. We were shooken up. We were. <laughs> we weren't. Re- <laughs> we weren't ready for the big time for that game, and so we fought. We battled. Didn't win it out. Um, go back. Same exact. Not not same exact situation, but almost the same situation. Except we mm. have them in the final, the ver- the last game, the game that matters. And we had picked up a couple of other transfers that had came to our school because they also had some difficulties at their school. They weren't playing. They came and played with us. Our team was just too stacked, too together, too united. We were ready for that game. And yeah. we put it on them. And so, yeah. How much did you guys win by? Or was it a close game? Um, or you don't? Remember? I don't. I think, <laughs> so about like I think it, was a, it wasn't by too much. I want to say maybe like – Maybe like nine or nine to twelve somewhere. It's like uh, not too much, forty. <laughs> no, we were we were up pretty big, and then they had hit a decent amount of shots towards the end of the end of the stretch, and then I think it ended up being like nine, twelve somewhere in there. Like yeah, that. yeah. So you kind of brought up um, like age as a big thing, mm-hmm. and for me, I've always like played my age group, mm-hmm. and so seeing like coming into Ottawa, mm-hmm. it was like you know the practice squad playing against. 24 year old you yeah. know what i mean like i was only 18 yeah so like i relate to you through that because mm-hmm. you got it early in high school yeah whereas for me in high school i was playing against my age like mm-hmm. you know when i was younger i played up but like you know high school i got to that point where i wasn't playing up yeah so then when i got to college it was like a struck like how old are you you're 23 and i'm only 18 like mm-hmm. you know just the different bodies and different like you were saying puberty just yeah yeah you know was, like they're was, they're yeah. done with puberty and um 
<laughs> I guess yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to explain. But yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. a little boy. Yeah, literally. And especially like when I made the jump from high school to college, I mean, I was 17 playing with people that were like 22, 23, much older than me, mm-hmm. uh, especially that freshman year coming to Ottawa. Like that team was way different than, you know, the guys that only were a year older than me or the same age as me, you know, yep. so it was, it's a jump. It is both physically and maturity wise. It's a jump. Yeah. How was your dad and the development of like who you are? Mm-hmm. Because I know you kind of like as a kid, like who wouldn't blame their dad mm-hmm. in that situation? Like, come on, like you knew what sport I like. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. But how was your dad helpful and like realizing like, let's put you in a different perspective. Let's yeah. make you see a different. Yeah. Journey. So, I mean, my dad kind of, you know, and I commend my dad for this because at the time I'm always like. Yeah, at the time, I'm like, Dad, just let me do like what I yeah. want to do. But us he, teenagers, yeah, exactly. But you know, my dad and my mom as well. They both were, they they played a big part in making sure that I was doing what I wanted to do. But they knew what was going to be keeping me safe. You know, mm-hmm. they 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 grew up and they had their own experiences and these things. So both my mom and dad played basketball in high school. And that's, mm. I that's, didn't know your mom played. Yeah, she oh, did. Okay. She was a hooper. I wore her number uh, my freshman year. I wore 21. 21 yeah yeah <laughs> 21 yeah yeah and then your dad played too yeah. were they both playing in arizona or uh no they were playing i don't know exactly where they were playing they were playing in arizona they're playing over on the east coast though i know for sure mm. mm-hmm. and your dad was he a hooper oh yeah i know sometimes he's um in the gym yeah like shooting with you yeah and i'm like man this I don't know because you guys look like twins. Like if you didn't have an afro, <laughs> you guys look like twins. So I was just he like, had the fro when yeah. he was my age. He had yeah. that fro. Yeah. Because one time I was, it was my freshman year, mm-hmm. and I remember like I was brought up, so I was like you know with you guys. I was with the guys, mm-hmm. and I remember you being in the gym early with your dad. But I didn't know that was your dad. I thought you were just shooting with like a random professor <laughs> yeah. or something. And I was like, man, this guy's got a low key a jump shot. And I was like, <laughs> it was it was weirding me out. Like there's a professor yeah. on our campus, and Not then yet. I finally. Finally, you know, mm-hmm. years down the road, I'm like, oh, that's agency. No, yeah, so. my dad, my dad and mom were both hoopers, and my dad especially, he played. I'm pretty sure he played a little bit longer than my mom did, but you know, I get I get a lot of my my game and teaching from him. So mm. yeah, a lot of what you see me doing today is from <laughs> is him. What he, yeah. So that little jump hook, or yeah, little jump hook, around. mid-range pull-ups. That's all yeah. Agent Simmons right there. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, what is he doing? Or, <laughs> Literally, you know, yeah. And I'm like, because there's days where you're, I don't think it's Agent Simmons. I think it's like Kobe Simmons. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> if I get like, it going, maybe. Because yeah, yeah. there's a drill that we do. I could say this, right? I could say what drill we do. It's called it's called the seven drill. Seven drill. Yep. And it's first team to seven, mm-hmm. but we're on offense the whole time. That's right. So once Eli hears that we're on offense the whole time, he says, I'm not passing the ball. Like, we're going to get to seven. It's right? time like, to get seven. <laughs> like, we'll, he'll hit the first three, and we'll be a 3-0, yeah. right? But then right after that, he's like, okay, you guys get your shots in, right? Like, you know, Zach, you go shoot your corner three. Evan, you come off the screen. Yeah. But after that, nope, just give, it, give, give him the ball and get out the way. So, you know, that. I'm trying to win that drill, man. Yeah, I'm trying to win that drill. <laughs> I'm trying to win. Yeah. Right, you can take that drill. I'll, <laughs> I'll take another one. <laughs> but, yeah, like, that just explains who you are as a basketball player. It's like, yeah. you're going to go downhill, and you're going to go get that bucket. Yeah. Like, you don't care who's in front of you. Yeah. So It's kind of the mindset you got to have, especially yeah. at the college level, man. Yeah, if you're going to lay down, I guess, don't do it. No, yeah. So you talked about earlier about – 
um, kind of like ending your chapter and like, let's see what basketball. Mm -hmm. So if basketball does end after next year, what do you want people on the team or, you know, future teams to remember you as? Yeah, that's a great question. Because um, we have alumni and we're like, oh, that kid was good or, mm -hmm. oh, that was, a, that was a goofy kid. Like, yeah. you know, we all have a certain thing we say about. And what's something you want five years from now, someone on Coach Keeley's team making a podcast and they're talking about Elijah Simmons? What mm -hmm. would you want them to be talking um, about? I think this might be unique and it's pun intended. But Is something about me, oh, yeah, that's good too. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say something. I'm, I'm versatile, yeah. man. <laughs> I should have a little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think the biggest thing I would say is like, you know, the team and even my like family and friends. Um, five years from now, I stop hooping, and you know, I think of like the alumni that come. You know, my high school. I'm, I'm obviously an alumni in my high school. I go to their games sometimes, and I see yeah. the coaches and players. Um, I think for, you know, where I see it being best and, you know, with the perfect image in my head is I would want people to remember me as like, I guess I'd say like supportive or I guess like it's really just the word supportive is the best I could say. It <laughs> yeah. Because like that you're always there. Yeah. Always there in the sense that it's like you could rely on me for anything with no matter what it is. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty easygoing and approachable yeah. with. You're definitely an open book. Yeah, and I, I try to just, you know, lift people's days up. You know, I, I feel like I'm pretty – I get a pretty good feel for, like, understanding when people, you know, need space or when they need comforting mm -hmm. or, you know, when they need, you know, pat on the rear end or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and so I guess if I was an alumni coming back to an Ottawa game or whatever, I'd want, you know, Coach Keeley to say – you know, he's the guy that, that you could lean on, you know, no matter, yeah. no matter what it is. Cause I feel like I'm pretty versatile and yeah. things like that. Yeah, you're versatile. Yeah. And, and I live by it. Yeah. I'm kind of the person too, where somebody has a problem and you know, this is person, this is a person that I care about, which is a lot of people. I care about a lot of people mm -hmm. and making sure that they're okay. Um, and if I don't know the answer, like I'm going to help you understand how to get to the answer and help me. Like I want to be able to understand the answer too. We should both be figuring this out, you know? Yeah. And it's a team effort. Yeah. I want us to be able to take that information and bring it on to the next generation, you know, whoever else is going to need it down the road. We should mm -hmm. both just be growing as individuals. And so, you know, I like I, that. fairly recently, I mean, this. <laughs> It's a good thing we're doing this now because, like, I'm just thinking about this stuff, like, recently. If we did this a couple months ago, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't know. Saying, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. know what to say. But more recently, I've been trying to, you know, understand myself in the sense that I should always be gaining knowledge and understanding of how to help other people, not just for myself. I mean, you could, I mean, realistically, it's for myself, but it's for other people. Like, yeah. you know, because I do like a little insecurity, but like, I don't want to be embarrassed of something I don't know, but I'm really good at like, you know, not shielding it, but I'm like, okay, I don't understand, but why don't we both figure this out? You know? Yeah. So that's kind of like a concept I've gained, you know, fairly recently, not too long ago is, you know, the, the want to of understanding things that I don't understand, you know, mm -hmm. things that other people don't understand. Well, let's both figure it out. Let's both learn it together. You know, yeah. so that we can both grow as people, you know, yeah. instead of burning a bridge and like, yeah. you know, not trying to communicate. Yeah. And I like that you said that you have been liking that you've been noticing people's not behaviors, but their emotions. Mm -hmm. And I'm the same way as like someone's having a bad practice. Like what led to that bad practice? Like I'm just that type of person to mm -hmm. be like reading emotions in the room or 
someone comes in the locker room sat or, mm-hmm. you know, a classroom and someone random walks in, I, I could read what's going on with them and just the body cues and the behaviors. Yeah. And I just like that you said that because like people need that on teams yeah. so that, you know, the coach, the coaches staff can't just be the only people that are the ones regulating everyone's emotions yeah. and mm-hmm. it has to be especially on a college team like i can see it on a middle school team a high school team mm-hmm. but especially on the college team where you're adults and you can figure out with yourself just like you're explaining right now yeah of like learn it together mm-hmm. like you know if there's a new offense being displayed learn it together like don't don't disregard the fact that it's hard yeah you know what i'm talking about but yeah that's exactly right i mean yeah yeah and you and know I, at that age where you know these these are gro- the adults. These are grown men now. You know, it yeah. gets hard to hear it from the same person. You know, that's technically not your dad or not you know a mentor. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's your coach. And you know, obviously, people have different relationships with their coach. But mm. having that player and a couple players, you know, if you obviously have a roster full of those guys, yeah. And I feel like, like we do. Of, yeah, like, we have a pretty good job of. You know, we can come together yeah. real fast yeah. as, as Joe's staring at me <laughs> as he's going to go crazy tomorrow in, in the stands. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, Joe, get back over. Like, you and me are the ones that are trying to be like, yeah. trying to put Joe in handcuffs. We're trying and, to like, reel, that, reel that guy back in place. Yeah, that's the guy we're trying to talk about. But, yeah. yeah. So it's just funny because, you know, Joe jokes around about it, but he understands deep down, yeah. he knows. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, we don't have to worry about it. It's him, not but. something that gets, you know, Fixed overnight. Yeah, yeah. Like Like it definitely happens over. And you want guys that, like we were just talking about, that are willing to go through that process of understanding it. Like, like we were just saying, like understanding how to learn and adapt and do those things that you want to do for yourself. Yep. You know. And I think it comes from me from my struggles of like you know not seeing time on the court and being like I could do different things Mm -hmm. than play. And I was talking to Dev about it, Mm -hmm. and like just like by giving off energy or. You know, giving someone a half five, like it's so powerful to just yeah. give someone a half five when they don't want to get one or yeah. they don't want to, they don't think they receive one. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But yeah, I just think it's special of how a team bonds because mm-hmm. really like six people play, seven people play, and there's a 12 man roster. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, there's going to be guys that they can't just do it alone, is what I'm yeah, saying. That's and exactly right. need, they need the people around them to yeah. build team unity. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly right. Yep. So I like that you said that because. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Versatile. Thank you. Yeah, because that's, yeah, that's just special. And that leads to my next question. Do you believe that you're generally generally in the present or in the past? Because knowing you, you've been through, like, major injuries. You've mm-hmm. been, you know, ups and downs. Like, I've seen, I've been here almost the same time as you, mm-hmm. and I've seen you fluctuate. And it, it's like, you know, it's just human nature of, you're going to go through it. Yeah. And some people just don't go through it and some people do. Mm-hmm. So I just want to hear like if you're generally in the present because I know heat and I've had injuries and it's mm-hmm. it's hard to get stuck through those dog days of like rehab, you yeah. know, next next one, next yeah. day, next yeah. day. Yeah, literally. That was, I mean, to add on to the ACL, you know, rehab story, that I think that's when I learned uh, that, I needed to live my days more in the present than the future because early days mm-hmm. of my rehab, obviously, I mean, anybody that goes through an injury is looking forward yeah. to being done with it, literally. Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah it's, get me out of here. It's awful. And so when I, even when I, you know, came back, I decided to redshirt that year because I still didn't feel like I was physically ready. Yep. You know, I wasn't comfortable with the, the need. That process of going through that redshirt year is, I think, when I learned to just be present 
in that day, you know, enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, like you get to feel emotions through your body. You know what I'm talking about? You get to feel like what your body is feeling. And some people don't even get to feel yeah, their they, legs. They don't get so, to feel it at all. Yeah, yeah. And you get to feel like that. It's going to be okay one day, just yeah. how you are right now. Dunking a basketball. Mm-hmm. If I told you you're dunking a basketball two years ago, you wouldn't believe me. No, you would yeah. be like in the weight room. I mean, yeah. in the training room, like, yeah, I'd be yeah. quiet. I, like, I knew I, I kind of took the, the understanding that, what I wanted in my future, you know, I keep saying this is what I want to just fast forward to the future. I said, okay, well, how am I going to get there? You know, I got to set the steps. I got to set the milestones, you know, and that all starts with one day at a time. Literally, that's, it's not even one day at a time. It's one minute. It's one hour <laughs> yeah. at a time. Like, yeah, that's, like how that's, serious can you take that hour? That's, rehab? Yeah, that's how small I was like breaking down my rehab process was, you know, all right, in an hour, I'm going to do this part of my rehab this 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 i want to make sure i'm doing this in this hour making sure i was eating right making sure i was doing extra stretches after eating Mm. you know like i was planning my rehab process so precise and you know it's kind of more of what i do today i've kind of adapted that style of living more present in the days um you know, at the time I was a little crazy <laughs> during yeah. my rehab, like obviously yeah. mentally. There's some um, dog days. Of course yeah. you would have that. And yeah. we would understand why you're having mm-hmm. that because anyone that goes through an injury yeah. understands. Yeah. And and so, you know, I definitely live more in the present than I do future. And main reason is because I know <laughs> the future doesn't happen without the present days. You got to go by mm. every single day, every single hour. So. Damn, you, you're deep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was a good quote right there, but yeah. So, because you know, blind injuries were never that serious. Like I've only done the meniscus, mm-hmm. and it's not that serious. But like, just three months off of the game mm-hmm. is like detrimental to your emotion of like, you know, okay, yeah, you get to play video games now, you get to yeah. chill. But then, really, that's not what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd rather be healthy playing video games than hurt video because you feel like you're getting a step behind. Mm-hmm. And when in reality, like, no one's competing. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And I used to love uh, that summer you could barely work out with us mm-hmm. because it was me, Jerry, and Jake. Mm-hmm. And we were working out. And then we would see you after because while we were doing that hour, mm-hmm. you were doing that that hour in the rehab. Yeah. And it kind of inspired us to be like, well, no, we got to be here with Eli too. Like we would wait for you or you would wait for us after the way. I remember you yeah. finished so early and we had mm-hmm. to do conditioning. Yeah. And you watching from the sideline, like I know our conditioning sucks, but mm-hmm. you probably were like, I want to be healthy. Like, yeah. I wish I had Zach's knees, probably not my knees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had Jake's knees or Jerry's knees at the moment. Like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And you played with us like 2v2 sometimes, and you still were killing us. And I was like, <laughs> how, didn't this guy, like, that's what used to make me mad. I was like, how is this guy beating me one on one when he just tore his AC? Like, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like, yeah. That's what I was going through. I was yeah. like, and then I had a kind of realization like, man, this guy's, this guy's versatile. <laughs> <laughs> This no, guy yeah, that, this doesn't say it in the bio for no reason. Those those dog days were tough, man. But I think, you know, when you go through things like that, it definitely instills a little bit more yep. grit. Like, I don't even look at, like, a lot of things on the court the same as yeah, far as, like, having, having to do, like, a quick 22 or a down and back or I, whatever it is. Coach yells at me, like, I'm yeah. just glad to be out there yep. because I know what it was like. That was a that was a big shift that I had because my freshman year I used to be so scared of like our Utahs mm-hmm. like all day I would go around like thinking like bro we got to do Utah yeah but I mean our Utahs was like sixteen of them yeah I mean, you know I mean granted it was, it was pretty rough it was but rough <laughs> but still like just being a freshman I was always in the future of like yeah. I got to do this 
tomorrow I got to do this. Like just thinking about practice every day mm-hmm. when now I'm just like, when practice comes, it's going to come. Yeah. Like there's, when that time comes, it's going to come. Yeah. And now I'm just like, you know, we're hooping with the guys. It's just, yeah, literally. I mean, yeah. Like it's fun. Now. Like Utah's and get They're not, I mean, sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. we joke around they're tiring, yeah. but like, when you're done with it, you're like, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's really not that bad. So there's a level of maturity that comes with, you know, living in the present. Um, even with not even, like, playing that many minutes on this great team, like, yep. I'm still excited to go to practice. I'm excited to go on these trips, yep. go cheer the guys on in the mm-hmm. game. If I get in, that's great. I'm ready to go. But I'm just excited to be here. Yep. You know? And it's a great – it's, like, the best – like, last night we just beat Manlo. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the best feeling because – our practice we were locked in yeah and like they were getting mad that we were scoring on them mm-hmm. but in reality we were doing better than what menlo was doing you know yeah. what I'm talking about? like it's a a different level of maturity of mm-hmm. saying like we're gonna be locked in for you guys for you guys to be out there and go get ready like mm-hmm. like get ready for war not war in a sense i'm not trying to say that but get ready for the battle that's gonna happen tomorrow yeah. because we led you to that and mm-hmm. it's such a good feeling of like when we execute stuff and then seeing the other team do it and our and our team just just turns on that switch of like mm-hmm. I know what your play is, I know yeah. what you're doing, I know your your mannerisms of what whatever what certain yeah. player is gonna do. Yeah, like I just think it's so special about our team this yeah. year and how just a level of maturity, like yeah. you said, have we grown? Now we have yeah. eight seniors, I think, mm-hmm. six seniors, and just having you guys, you guys have our you've been on the team the most, mm-hmm. the longest, and then other guys are gonna be with you next year of yeah. They're gonna have two years on their belt, three years on the belt, and yeah, yeah, that level of maturity goes a long way because mm-hmm. that's what up that's that's what's gonna uplift you through the season. You need that as a group, yep. otherwise, because that's gonna end real fast yeah, if you don't. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, you're not gonna make it to that that jump because that jump was fun last year. Yeah, and I'm hoping this year it's even a bigger jump. Yeah, because last year we were rolling, and this year we're about to start rolling. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, again. it's about that time. This is definitely mm-hmm. gonna be it. So I know you said your injuries and I know injuries are a hard thing to go through, Mm -hmm. but if it's the same, that's okay. But what's something that you was the hardest that you've ever gone through, like athlete person wise, or just like a maturity, like you're saying wise, and how'd you overcome it? Um, yeah, I mean, the first thing, obviously we were just talking about it was the injury, but I think like we talked about that jump from you know, the the high school level to the college level at such a young age because mm-hmm. not only was the athletics tougher, which I'll talk about in a little bit, but the academics was tough too. And, I mean, Ottawa's not a super hard school. Mm-mm. But, you know, even at the prep school at my high school, I was doing, you know, advanced IB classes, and I felt like I was – ready for for the college work and it wasn't even just like the college work but it was also the time management that came with being an athlete and at the time I was like living in Scottsdale still and obviously I wasn't surprised oh so so you're in Scottsdale yeah fresh kind of your freshman sophomore year my freshman year about first semester when we're mm. doing like conditioning, getting the rotation, like the 5 a.m.s. Yeah. And it was at a high school. Yeah. At a high school further in surprise. So yeah. it's even further past Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Um, I was driving like about 55 minutes if I was lucky without traffic at that early in the morning um, for conditioning on the track. Yeah. At on high track, school. Yeah. Dude. So that, I think that was, I mean, 
I was pretty low as, as far as like yeah. my confidence in do I even yeah. want to keep playing basketball? Yeah. I live across the state going to the school just to run on a track, mm. not knowing as a freshman, 17 years yeah. old, if I'm going to be playing like with this unit at all. Yeah. Um, and so that jump, obviously the athletics wise, guys are bigger, faster, stronger. And I had only been playing basketball for realistically three, four years at that point. So I think that jump, as far as the time management and I felt like the overload on my mental and physical obviously mm -hmm. was, was tough. And so I needed to start understanding how to manage my time a little bit better. Um, and I think I did that pretty good around my sophomore year. I mean, I was, that's when I was playing the best basketball I was before I got injured. Yeah. Um, I think I took a, a big jump from that freshman summer over into my sophomore yeah, year. Cause I saw you, mm -hmm. Or that's when I came in your sophomore year, right? Yeah, I think and, so, yeah. Yeah, and you were just dunk. I remember, like, the Benedictine dunk. Yeah. Like, those kind of dunks where yeah. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. This, like, this is who I got to go up against <laughs> in practice. It's basically yeah. what I was saying. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, a little story that I have with you when we had Willow Canyon open gyms. Mm -hmm. And I was – I technically was a recruit, but I was, like, those kids that were just going to the open gyms. Mm -hmm. Like, I would be texting, like, Coach Keeley and being, you know, when's open gym? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm what trying to get an gyms. offer. Yeah. yeah. And the runs at yeah, the runs <laughs> literally and they're yeah. like at Willow Canyon. I was like, what? Like Willow Canyon? Yeah, at the park <laughs> or yeah. I was <laughs> just like, yeah, outside <laughs> on the track. Yeah, literally. But it was just funny because I didn't know where to go, mm -hmm. and I was. You remember the bar, the bars that were in front of the gym? Yeah, yeah. And I remember like pacing because I was like, ner <laughs> I was nervous because you know college, mm -hmm. it's everything that you've ever wanted, yeah, and it's on the other side of the door, but I don't know what door yeah. to go through. <laughs> And I remember just seeing you, skinny Elijah, mm -hmm. like with a little afro. Mm -hmm. And I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, you know, I was like, who is this guy walking? And, but you didn't like, you didn't tell me hi. You didn't, you know, you, you were that big dog. So I was like, oh, this guy's locked. I'm going to go after him. Later, come find out. I remember we just lost. We lost. So, you know, how you have to wait a game. Yeah. So, you know, later in the open gym. And I think it was like the last game because I remember taking my shoes off. Mm hmm. And you had just ripped through and dunked. I will <laughs> tell you this, but you dunked on someone. Uh -huh. But it was bad. It was bad. It was like, I don't know. I don't remember who it was or who it was on. But it was those open gyms. Those open gyms were so like. Action packed. Yeah, action packed. But it was like nasty because I was like, man, I do not. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be here. Like that's how I was thinking. I was like, man, this is crazy. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like my my first like yeah. couple open runs at Ottawa it was with it was with dudes that like weren't even thinking of going to Ottawa. Like yeah, it was like random. Yeah, like random guys. Like just Coach Hefgren. Them were just yeah, fighting off the street. I was like, who am yeah, I playing yeah, against? It literally felt like just like random dudes yeah. were pulled up onto and the gym. Because the second open gym, I don't know if you were there or not, mm -hmm. but it was the second open gym, and I've like shot the best that I ever shot, like in my whole entire life. Mm -hmm. And but it was random people that I knew at Lifetime mm -hmm. that were at this open gym, so I felt so comfortable. Yeah, I was playing like I was at Lifetime. Mm -hmm. So Keely was probably like, hey, who is this? Like, you know, and I was just like, no, 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 this is not how I, like this, I'm not bringing up the ball. I'm not, Yeah. but it was like guys that I knew mm -hmm. that made me more comfortable. And then they left and I was like, oh shoot, now I'm back with, <laughs> you know, like these are the guys who are on the team. Yeah. Because the second open job, I was like 30 guys, this is like the roster? Yeah. Like, a lot you, of guys. Are you know, and then you start runs. having that little comparison game of like, okay, I'm better than him. Mm -hmm. or he's better than yeah. me. Like, you know, yeah. just like the little college, yeah. little games that you play. That's right. In your brain. But, yeah, it was hard because, you know, you get there and Hepker starts making the teams. It's like the J-Law open gyms where they're like, yeah, 
Zachary, Eli, D, yeah, like saying that. And I'm like, oh man, you know, like, oh, this is my team. <laughs> There's no <laughs> yeah. way. Like, no and way then they would, always, with these guys. <laughs> they would always stack you guys up with yeah. like <laughs> you, Jake, D, Day Day. And I was like, Elite I, five squad. Bro, for I cannot. Runs. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember you guys would come off like, uh, like a double stack on the coming block. off like staggers and flops. Yeah, and sets but and we <laughs> were so small. My team was so small that you guys would just throw it overhead <laughs> on, during check, and I was like, "This isn't fair." We were seeing those open gyms. Yeah, for sure. and <laughs> D is what started the whole cherry pick. Yeah, thingy to get back to half stigma, because he yeah. would just. Yeah. Oh my God. Game point. That's what pissed me off. Game point. <laughs> cherry pick. I'm like, come on, D. Like, just get back on D. Game please. point. Demetrius is on the opposite block still. <laughs> yeah, he's guard. I mean, I guess the guy on my team should have finished the layup. Yeah, but still, been. D's on the other side under the rim, about to get a free two points. So that was yeah. my story. Those were them Ottawa <laughs> open gyms back then, man. And it's 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 so hard because. I mean, you didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel because Ottawa was still building. Mm -hmm. But, like, I came in, I think, like, the summer and then two months of, like, dang, this is where you guys play. Man. And then finally, like, the gym got built and everything. So it was nice because I can't imagine the it still being, high like, out of high school right now. I was, no, I couldn't it was horrible because, like, those summer workouts and stuff was just, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my freshman year, I kind of uh, – it was the only serious offer that I had. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Coach Keeley takes me up to the top of the parking gym and I'm looking yep, over. He did the, that to me the, too. I was like, the what dirt, is this? <laughs> the dirt horizon. You see the football field in the middle of the dirt area. <laughs> the dirt horizon of surprise, Arizona. Yeah. Nothing he says, there. You see that orange flag? Yeah. <laughs> That's the gym. Hey, about, I'm about like, 10 what? yards north of that, we'll have a gym. Yeah. There, I so. wasn't even listening. I said, Dad, this is not where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> And look at me now. I'm at a hotel yeah. with Ottawa. Yeah, because the other offer that I had was like Benedictine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to Benedictine. Yeah. Like, because they didn't have a gym at all. Yeah. I was like, oh, where do you guys get shots up? And they're like, the local LA Fitness. LA and I Fitness said, right up the street. Yeah, I said, huh? Like what, the, the old heads? And we're signing like, yeah. the waivers every day to get yeah. waivers. <laughs> 10 day con, or you got to sign the 18 year old. It's good for 10 days. Yes. And then I kind of realized like Ottawa. Because that's the th good thing about Coach Keeley is, like, when I came on the visit, it was, like, you know who how Keeley is. He's, mm -hmm. like, not big-headed. Yeah. He's not that type of dude. Mm -mm. So it just felt, like, special. Because, like, the other schools that I went to, it was, like, we won this. We mm -hmm. won. I mean, because Ottawa wasn't really winning. Yeah. But, like, Coach Keeley was just talking. Like, yeah. I don't know. He was just being... Kind like a let sponge. You know exactly, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like how it is, and yeah. this is going to happen. This mm -hmm. is your path that we're thinking, mm -hmm. and I just took that, and I was like, okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah, and it just it just fit perfect. Like surprise, it's close, it's something new. You know, it was just it was special. So I don't know it if that's was. how yours went, it but was. yeah, that story of like, I think I was the last year to get that kind of talk of mm -hmm. like, oh, that's the dirt area, and it was on the <laughs> third floor of the parking garage. Yeah, and that now looking like if we went back up there, it's like. It's all built now. Yeah. And then when we come back 10 years from now, it's... It might be massive. It might be massive. It, it might, might be, be... Big time. Yeah. <laughs> we proud. might be the... Yeah, we might be the foundation of yeah. like, you know, those are my guys. I'll be proud though. I'd be so proud. Yeah. I would. It's definitely going to be like a... You drive past 20 years from now, you're like, son, I was on Yeah. <laughs> See that, son? Remember Uncle Versatile? <laughs> he was on that team with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I told you you got to a spot. Yeah, but, like, that's that's the thing. I'm like, okay, yeah. Like, there's 
that's the type of maturity that I'm at. I'm like, yeah, I get to tell my kids I did this and mm-hmm. then like they're not gonna believe me when I played college basketball. Like <laughs> you didn't play grandpa, come on. Oh. Or Tata, you didn't play. <laughs> and I was like, No, trust me, I got that shot. Um I mean, I was, yeah. yeah. So I'm just I was killing things in that seven drill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Uncle Uncle the versatile just gave it to me. <laughs> you know, if he ever looked at me, he knew it was a knockdown. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like that kind of level of maturity and coming from a coach Keeley mm-hmm. being like his third year. He could have like lied and said, "Oh, this is going to happen." Is, yeah, you know, I mean, the only thing that he did say that was a lie is that we were all getting key cards that will like unlock everything. Yeah, and that never. Ha- I don't think that's technically gonna- that might be out of his control. Though. Yeah, yeah, Maybe. that's what I was going to say. That might be out of. His so if control. he's listening, yeah, I want. I, still I mean, it's going to be late card. now. It's going to be late now because <laughs> by then I I should be a coach for the. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah wait. Yeah. So I will have a key yeah. card, but I think. Can you make they me get, a duplicate of that? Yeah, yeah. I'll get I'm that a, on the record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you one. Hey, Zach, let me in. Hey, Zach, but, let me in. But yeah, because if everyone had a key card, that would be – just think about what's going on now. It was just basketball. <laughs> just basketball. Yeah, like it only opens men's, your door. Men's and women's basketball opens certain doors. I feel like it's the best way to go about yeah. it. You could even go with football. Football opens Yeah, or a code on the door. Yeah. Yeah, instead of calling security, can you come open the yeah. door? Or Security don't want your, to hear from us. Yeah, tell your <laughs> coach. Or they used to be like, I used to feel like Jeremy Lin. Remember, <laughs> you, did you ever hear the story about Jeremy Lin going off and then going to the LA Lakers game? I and think so, yeah. And th- the yeah. security guard didn't recognize him? Yeah. Dude, I, I remember I went with my dad. It was like the worst thing because I was like, like I'm on the team. Yeah, like, you know, uh, and then my dad's with me. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> bring a random guy with me to the gym. Yeah. So, like, the security guard kind of, like, looked me up and down and was like, what sport do you play? And I like, cause then I knew what he was thinking. Yeah. I was like, should I say soccer or should I say? So I was like basketball. And he was like, is this a trick question? Yeah. yeah. He was like looking at me. I was like that. But then when he opened the door, he, he walked me in just mm-hmm. to be like, okay, I know what you're doing. So I grabbed the balls, you know, yeah. everything went fine, but yeah. it was just like that. Like, come on, bro. You know, my name, yeah, like <laughs> my name should be on your forehead. Yeah, literally. And a couple of but, the, a couple of the security guards, I miss them. They're gone. The ones yeah, that the cool, were letting me in, especially yeah. like during the rehab, like uh, yeah, the rehab process I was going yeah. through. They were letting me in all the Man, time. Man, one of them gave me their keys. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's actually, a, yeah, I got one. They're gonna get fired if I said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't give you his car, the the little golf cart. He's he gave one. me that. <laughs> I actually got my own cart. Yeah, my name's on me. my name's on the cart. <laughs> so. I guess I could ask you this question. And I had it ready. Oh, no. <laughs> and it said, how much control does a person have over their life? And I guess you kind of answered it because what you did. But how much does a person have control over their life? How much control does a person have over their life is what I'm asking. Technically, I mean, from my perspective yep. as, you know, I would think you have full control over it right it's all in god's plan though right Mm -hmm. that's just that's my perspective so whatever's supposed to happen is already set it's fate Mm -hmm. it's destined it's already it's what's destined that leads me to another one (laughs) go finish finish i mean i'm about to keep it myself you you control but i i feel like the feelings and the the ideas that you get about yourself you know you tell yourself i'm gonna make these things happen and at the end of the day if you make them happen yeah you have that perspective of you having full control of yourself and your life and what you want to achieve is mm-hmm. obviously correct. Yep. Um, obviously you and I both have 
can probably agree, like we've had ideas and perspectives and ideas that we should, you know, do for ourselves or accomplish. And then they're yep. nowhere close to being yep. like even touched. There's a mm-hmm. lot of things in my life that I want to do and haven't done. And, you know, I take this perspective that it's destined. It's, it's all in God's plan. Yep. It's what's supposed to happen or not happen. It's like there's a, almost like a, everything's supposed to happen for a reason. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Like, I, I like feel an injury. protected. Yeah. yeah. Like an, in, I used to always think like, I should take this as a good thing. Cause mm-hmm. like, if I didn't get injured now, what if I got injured during like a big game? Yeah. Or, like, that's how I used to think of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything happens for a reason. Or I think I told someone else the other day about you go into your car, right? You're about to go to class. Mm-hmm. You go into your car and you're like, dang, I forgot my wallet. Mm-hmm. But then that day you decide not to go into your house and get your wallet. Yeah. So, you get like into a car accident, right? Yeah, you don't have it. Yeah, but then, it, like, let's say in another in another universe, you were like, you went to go get your wallet, but now you missed that mm-hmm. that car accident. You know what I mean? Like, everything happens for a reason. I yeah. feel like, while because you know, there's those dark times where you're like, well, man, why did God do this to me, or yeah. why did this happen?" And not even we know the answers to all of that. So I just feel like everything. Yeah, will happen. There's, there's it's already so, happened. Yeah, there's been so many instances where I challenge God, and I'm like, "Why is this happening to me?" Yeah. Especially when I was, you know, younger. I'm still young, but when I was younger, mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger, I was a 21 year old. Yeah, I was younger. <laughs> you know, I was 21 years old. Uh, no, that was <laughs> last old, year, uh, an hour ago, a couple months ago. Uh, <laughs> when I when I was younger, I had especially when I got injured, I was I was pissed off, and everything happens for a reason. Like we're sitting here saying, and so. I learned a lot of things. Learn a lot, you learn a lot of things through, instead of challenging and getting upset, you can learn a lot of things through trying to understand why they're happening. You know, not too deep to where you drive yeah, yourself crazy. Not like, like judging the moment. Yeah, no, but there, there's a lesson to be learned in, in everything. Like like when I, when I got hurt, my ACL, I'm almost 100% sure I had a quad injury a couple weeks before that happened. Didn't let it fully rehab. Mm. Was young, wasn't in the training room. I'm almost 100% sure that's why I tore my ACL. Well, it's because of your quad. Mm-hmm. Quad was weak. It was no. It was visibly smaller than the other side of my quad. And so mm. I learned a lesson from that. I need to get in the <laughs> training yeah, like room. Training happens, room. Yeah. Yep. Dang, yeah, you're going to scare me. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, there's a lesson to be learned in everything. I mean, you could go down the yep. list of all kinds of things. So, yeah. Cause um, I, li- I like what you said that everything happened, like everything that's already happened is like in fate, like in God's yeah. fate. So, do you believe in like coincidences or do you believe in like, you know what I mean? It's, like, if we're talking about something right now on the podcast and then tomorrow someone from the stands talks to you. About something like, man, I like your story. It's 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 like a weird like, oh whoa whoa, like yeah. the story's not even posted, and he's talking yeah. about something. Yeah, I don't I don't believe in coincidence at all. You don't? No. I okay, think tell me tell me why. <laughs> I've had a couple instances, man. Let you me know, hear it. Let me hear a coincidence. The, the most recent one I can remember is on this trip. I gave the. Th- <laughs> It's funny. I'm I'm laughing about it because <laughs> you gave I the three dollars. Ups- yes, <laughs> I was upset about the three dollars. Right, so I gave a homeless guy outside the Chipotle three dollars. Thirty dollars? No, three dollars. Okay. Three dollars. <laughs> three ones. I gave him three ones. Yeah, what could he spend with thirty dollars? Yeah, for some reason I had kept telling myself, you know, God tells us to to love each other. You know, yep. and, and so 
love your neighbor by yourself. Yeah, as for some reason, it, it told me I was like, you know, I'm gonna give this guy three dollars. I get into the car, the van, after giving him that verse comes up on my Bible app. It pops up in the van right after that happened. Mm-hmm. And I was upset. I was upset when I got home. I was like, oh, I don't have three dollars to go to the vending machine. I can't <laughs> can't get my damn M and M's. Yeah. Same thing happened with with Josh, with Josh in the van. Uh, we were in the van. I gave him some of my like sweet tart ropes or whatever, yeah. and something else. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something about loving yourself, like like you, or loving others, like you would love yourself. Something. It was like something yeah. else. Same exact yeah. thing came up again. And I was like, yeah. Nah, your phone those, is a... <laughs> yeah, those are, those, are, those are just two examples. But there's a yeah. lot of things of coincidence that, you know, things just don't just happen like that. You know, it's it's a sign of something, right? Yeah. So, Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Because I was talking to Dev in the last episode mm-hmm. about the book that I'm reading. Mm-hmm. And I've already talked about this book three times. But it's the book that I was reading where... In, you're looking at me in the, at the airplane mm-hmm. and you just saw me like kind of put it away. That's the book I was reading. Mm-hmm. And the beginning, it talks about like these insights and I just love it because it's like a spiritual guide book, mm-hmm. but not, I think it's a Christian point of view. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, but I haven't got to the end. And some people live through these insights and one of the insights is coincidences mm-hmm. and how you should follow these coincidences when they're happening. Because like the phone thing that you're talking about, that means like you're on a right path yeah. of like, like a reminder, like good job, not a good job, like pat on the back, Eli, mm-hmm. but like you're doing your duty, like you're doing what you're supposed to do you're on this earth. To be done, yeah. Like okay, you play basketball, you're an athlete, you know, and you don't. We're on a trip, and we're on a trip for free. You don't have to give money to a homeless, but you decided to do that. Yeah. Right, because you know we go on these little adventures at night and go get a snack and stuff. But now you don't have that money and it's like a sacrifice for you. Mm -hmm. But I take coincidences as like, um, as like I'm on this path to whatever it is at the end of the world. Like for me, it's heaven and I'm just taking this path slowly and surely. And when coincidences like that happen, like good coincidences Mm -hmm. that I'm like, okay, I'm here and that he's watching in a way like he's protecting and I just enjoy that because if I would have saw that verse, I would have been like sending it to my dad and being like, hey, look at this. You know, it's like mm-hmm. a, it's just a good feeling to go through of, I don't know. But I just like how the book explained it like yeah, that. That's that's a pretty cool perspective and thing to, to think about. Like mm-hmm. that's your reminder. Those coincidences aren't coincidences. They're the reminders and it's almost like the acknowledgement to you. And yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Because I feel like as a society and as a world that we're going farther away from just helping the other person out. Yeah. Like, when do you ever see two teammates right here talking on a podcast about (laughs) your struggles, what you went through? Like, Mm -hmm. there's things that I'm learning about you right now Mm -hmm. that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And it's just weird to, you know, just weird to, like, I get to do this. Because now, five years from now or a year from now, I get to hear this. And I'm a coach and you're still playing. Like, I get to be like, man, I... I miss that trip. Yeah. Like, I miss the trip that we were just on. Mm-hmm. Or now I get to remember the story of you talking about the homeless person giving $3 to. Yeah. And I think it's just a special trait. Because, mm-hmm. like, let's say from a year from now, I give a homeless person and the podcast pops up. Like, mm-hmm. I think that would be, like, a coincidence. And me talking about it right now, like, we're talking to ourselves. Yeah, your future self is listening to this, to this right now. Right now. Zach, and you're yours, doing, yours Zach, you're is doing too. great. 
yours is too, like the struggles you're talking about. And yeah. let's just say from a year from now, you're like, man, why was I even worried about that? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Future so, Zachary. Future Zachary and future Eli. Future I'll be Eli, seeing you in the hallway. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you in the hallway with my phone out. Yeah. Telling you. Remember this podcast? Yeah, you and remember it'll this? Be like, Do you remember this? It'll be like the eighth episode, ninth episode. You better remember this. Yeah. Damn. Hopefully, yeah. So I think that's just pretty special on yeah. why I wanted to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And just coincidences of like, yeah, coincidences, this, that, that. But God laid a plan. And yeah. I don't know. I think I'm rolling with it. Yeah. And I like it because I get to hear your guys' stories. Because we talk a lot as a team. Mm-hmm. But when do we ever record it? Like, that's the big bummer for me. I've had so many conversations with my teammates and I'm just like yeah, five years from now, that, yeah. I'm not going to remember it. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to, you know, take it to heart and be like, man, I, I missed that. Yeah. And I missed the opportunity and hopefully have you guys on again in the future mm-hmm. of talking about it. <clears throat> For sure. So, yeah. So last question that I want to kind of get into, mm-hmm. we have, we have enough time, I okay. think like eight, nine minutes. Okay. And earlier you were telling me about, your little childhood, mm-hmm. but you can answer it any way you want. Cause I liked what you were talking about. Cause I never knew that about you. Yeah. And I know for sure people aren't going to know that yeah. about you, but basically, and I end the podcast talking about what is something you wish I had asked you mm-hmm. and you could talk about what I'm talking about right now. So the audience is like, man, just tell us, just tell us, please. Yeah. And then you can go in your own thing. Mm-hmm. So basically what I'm asking is what do you wish that I had asked you? And you can be as selfish as you want. Like, why didn't you ask me about my dunk? Like, you know, because you're going <laughs> to yeah. answer your own question. So yeah. take yeah. it as you want. And I think, I think I'll go it. with what we were talking about earlier. Okay. That's, you can go into something else too. If, yeah. if we I have mean, time. Childhood wise, I guess, um, I was experimenting with a lot of things like you're supposed to as a kid, yeah. right? Good things. Good that, things. Yeah. People are going to be things. like, Oh, what is he going yeah. to? Yeah. No. <laughs> what were my, they talking about? <laughs> my mom, my mom and dad both said I was the golden child and I'm putting mm-hmm. up air quotes. Because yeah. I guess I can believe them because I was too young to remember. Yeah, I mean, they but, only called you versatile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a great kid growing up. And so I was very adventurous, tried many different things. Um, one of the things as I was growing up to, uh, it's probably about maybe eight or nine is we started roller skating, like consistently. Mm-hmm. So, we were so you did to, this as a family or did you do this? Yeah. Um, my, I was living with my mom mostly at the time. Yep. Um, I was still seeing my dad all the time, mm-hmm. but my dad had came roller skating a couple of times as well. And we were going to a place called Rolero. Yeah. Rolero out. I forgot what the cross streets are. You, I think you know a little bit of Rolero, yeah, right? Because yeah. I used to go there as like the church camp, like, yeah. I, was at, like I was telling you. Yeah. Rolero was. But the recently spot. It, it fell down. I th- yeah. We were thinking that it's the. We'll see it after. Yeah. But we were thinking that because that big flood, our mm-hmm. freshman or sophomore year of high school. Mm hmm. When no one went to school that day, I think that's when it came down. Yeah. Because there was like no support. So yeah. The rain just really took it out. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. So we were we were going there for quite a bit of time. Uh, I was obviously pretty young at the time. I don't really remember the first time like we went. Unfortunately I was too young. But mm-hmm. I do remember as I got older, you know, I started getting my own pairs of skates. We were getting Closer with the floor guards and the owners and the snack bar lady. Yep. Like, we were getting close with everybody because we were going every single weekend, every Saturday from 2 to 4. Yep. That it was, was like a session. bonding for you guys. Yeah, that that was just something we did all the time. Had birthday parties there. <laughs> we had everything was there. So growing up, obviously, I was getting pretty good at roller skating, which was a lot of fun. That was something we would look forward to every single weekend. 
and <laughs> a lot of people wouldn't know. I mean, I was a really good roller skater. Yeah, because I, I, I can't believe you. I know yeah. you can dance good, yeah. but I was like, oh, I can see you on roller skating. <laughs> yeah, I, I was out there. I was I was a juke skater. Yeah, because no a, one will see you on the court right now and be like, oh, he can roller skate. Yeah, there's like, that's no something way he's that's out skating. of. Yeah. No way his six they foot see five us as frame. Like jocks and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not on the roller rink. Yeah. At at the time, you know, I was pretty young, but I was close with the floor guards and the floor guards were giving me, you know, the juke jam lessons after skating. So <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was learning how to, you know, dance on skates. I was helping them do all kinds of stuff, set up parties, you know, giving them ideas for all kinds of stuff. And so growing up that was something that was always really fun. And then when the freaking roof collapsed like that sucks that's yeah. awful <laughs> thankfully nobody was hurt yeah but... you were actually in the roller skate <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i was actually in there. Uh, in there i'm a survivor yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no they but... told me to keep the support up and i just couldn't yeah i couldn't do it after that but <laughs> so you flooded <laughs> yeah i i wish that place was still up uh, i had yeah. tried out other places like great skate and Never just really just stuck. Yeah. So, I mean, I might, I still have my skates and they somehow still fit me. That's how big my feet were when yeah, I was Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. Like, how do your feet fit? I, I wear a size 14. Yeah. Uh, the skates are 13 and a half. No, 13, sorry. Somehow they fit me. I don't know yeah. how they fit me. The le- they, Is it leather? Yeah. It, it, is probably, leather. it, it must have stretched at least. Yeah, the sun. I untied the laces a little bit, so. Yeah. I think I'm going to start getting back into roller skating. It's yeah, going to be gonna a little hobby. TikToks. Yeah, it's going to be a little hobby outside. Ring light on the roller rink. Yeah, outside of putting the hoop in, or putting the ball in the hoop. Uh, you might yeah. see me roller skating. Down down fast break lit with two. Yeah, it'll be me. Quad. It'll be hitting the hockey stop on the baseline. Yeah. I could probably dunk off skates. Should I try that? That's a good TikTok idea. I, I doubt that, I could jump that high. And land? No. I don't think not. you could even jump. I could jump. But think about, I don't know. I don't even want to think about that. Please don't do it. That's a TikTok idea. You can show me a TikTok idea. Yeah, but imagine a TikTok Hopefully idea. Hopefully I do it before this airs so nobody steals my idea. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> no, I'm never going to post it right now. I've never, <laughs> I've never seen somebody dunk on roller skates. At least I haven't. Yeah, but I've never really seen any roller skate. I mean, I guess for you pages are very distinct yeah, to who you are. It's, I really don't see many roller skaters i've seen a couple at like yeah. the beach now like, that we're talking about it watch my phones are both yeah, our phones and both we're gonna our, send it each I'm other see so many roller skating things yeah today. that's crazy because i always like seeing the old people like i've seen it once because mm-hmm. i think it was part of like remember stranger things came out with the whole roller skate yeah yeah and i remember seeing like oh they're trying to bring back a trend mm-hmm. of because no one really goes to the rinks anymore it's yeah. like usually kids mm-hmm. and like back then with our parents how they used to like that was the date nights you know yeah so I don't know. I wasn't really a good skater myself. I was always the – they used to make fun of me. I was in student <laughs> council, and I used to use one foot. I was, like, the one-foot pusher. Yeah, the one-foot pusher. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just want to go back. Like, we were talking about this, like, at the end of the season, we should all go roller skating. We should. You know, like, dance to, like, major distribution. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what I was trying to get into, you know, major distribution. And then I'll be like, ooh. You know, I'll do handstands. I'll, te- I'll teach you how to rhythm skate. What I really want to do is undercut Jace, though. Oh, my yeah, god! I want to undercut Jace on the roller rink. <laughs> uh, hit him with a hard scream. Hard scream. <laughs> Le pipi. Yeah. Oh, scream, I don't know though. if we're supposed to. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I just think that was pretty cool because I never, you know, a bunch of our teammates did did stuff. And I just, you start talking about roller skating. I was like, what? this. Yeah. Eli's on something. He's definitely messing around. He's yeah. never. 
I can't I can't wait. Catch me on the TikTok doing yeah. some roller skating tricks. Yeah, because I've roller skated, but I wasn't into it like you were getting your own skates. You know, I was yeah. the person that rented, waiting in line, mm-hmm. you know, or drinking an icy, yeah. watching everyone skate. I was, I was making fun of those people. I can't lie. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, was I'm pro- kidding. I was probably there like, <laughs> yeah, you might have been there. What if you were there? We were yeah. both going there. Yeah, because I was always, I wasn't always there, was but it like Saturdays. That like, was that's the day the place. I always went. Saturday. Yeah, because I used to live in Glendale. Uh huh. So it was around there. Yeah. And definitely my church used to always make us go until, because my church is in Avondale. Uh So until a church was, they made a great skate near our church. It was next to like an office max. Mm -hmm. And yeah, because there was like a bolero bolero Mm -hmm. that we used to go to. And it was either bowling movies or skating. And I used to love when we used to go skating. Yeah. But I used to get made fun of because I was the (laughs) one foot pusher. I didn't know how to do that like gliding thing. Yeah, and then they do like the back foot goes into the front to like yeah. turn. I'm like, that is so sick, and I yeah. can't do that. Recently, I've been getting into skateboarding, but see, you you'd show me up on that. I can't skateboard. You can't skateboard, not at all, dude. I, I can't even. Jump I couldn't on the either. Damn thing. No, dude, it's easy. Oh, there's no way it's easy. No, but I'm on the longboard, so I guess that makes it easier. Yeah, like I can't even stand on it and let it go for like. Five oh, me too. Feet it took me like a week. But that the thing that my family makes fun of me is I go through eras. Mm-hmm. Like my sister and my girlfriend say, you're going through another era. And this is an era that they're saying, podcast era. Podcast era. Because I, I go into stuff and I don't finish it. So I'm telling them right now that when I like I was saying, wrong. I'm proving them wrong. Do it. Like by the time I'm done with this, it's going to be like 27th episode. Doom yeah. in the dust. Yeah. <laughs> I was like me and Eli. <laughs> but yeah, because the skateboard is like in the corner of my room just like collecting dust. Because I was on that like all of January. Yeah. So back on that thing. Make it take a Hop back on that thing. Hop back on that thing. I'm going to step my GoPro on the bottom of it. <laughs> I try to put my dog, because uh, English Bulldogs, can I guess skate? So really? I'm trying to put my dog on it, but he doesn't like He uh under. Yeah, we were doing tricks in the house, and I put a hole in the wall. I forgot to say that. But Why'd yeah. you do that? I I went to go show my sister a trick that I did, and as she was talking to me, I was talking to her, and it slipped. But my chunkle got stuck on the th- on the on the paper like you know that weird material like material tonic. yeah and i got stuck so i fell and the thing went straight into the wall and there's just like a circle on the wall <laughs> so my dad says i'm gonna have to pay for that yeah so hopefully people are watching the podcast and i'm able to afford that in the future i hope i hope, <laughs> I hope man so yeah anything you want to get off your chest before we end this nah man i mean was it fun this you was, like it yeah this yeah. is a lot of fun yeah. i see this going a I long hope. ways I hope. I see you growing, like, <laughs> rapidly. Yeah, I hope. That's what I see. <laughs> I hope we manifest as a team. Yeah. Like, we just all pray in one room, like, please. Please. Yeah. We'll add it to our coach's yeah. huddle. But, like, I, I try to make it a point to, like, have my teammates on it first because, I mean, I'm with you guys every day. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you want to? You know, I feel like that would just be rude. Be like, oh, I'm not going to have you guys on. So, yeah. I made I guarantee a point. you got all of our support. I feel like it's going to blow up. Yep. So. And I hope so. And I hope that I take it as, like, not like a second income, but just a a thing that I could back on and build networking. So, yeah, and you're it, helping yeah. me in that. So I see it. I see it. I can literally like vision you in the, in a nice fat studio. <laughs> so you want to, with Joe Rogan, <laughs> you want to put your Instagram real quick 
Yeah, you have to yeah. Say it real quick. I mean, or your TikTok. You want to do your TikTok? TikTok? Yeah, it's just E Simmons too fine. E Simmons too fine. Yeah. T O O. T O O. Not fine. two. Yeah. Okay. E Simmons too fine. And then Elijah Simmons on Instagram. Yeah. I'm same sure same can... as the TikTok. E Simmons too fine. Okay. You can find me. Both yep. Of those. So TikTok E Simmons too fine and yeah. Elijah Simmons on Instagram. You catch me roller skating. <laughs> <laughs> and if you made it, if you made it this far, thank you for listening and enjoying the episode of Elijah Simmons and Zachary Aird. Follow this podcast's Instagram at Zachary's underscore metamorphosis, where the E is a three and the two O's are zeros. Once again, Zachary underscore metamorphosis. Thank you for listening. And remember to always come back to the breath.